This is Vice and Villainy. Reporting on the criminal and mysterious, we are your source for the stories that shape your world. It's probably like three in the afternoon, four in the afternoon, and you've had a hankering, so you you head over to the Spicy Icy, and you get your favorite frozen treat. And as you're you're enjoying it, You've been drinking it a little bit faster than normal, like you're just feeling it today. And for the first time in a long time, you get a brain freeze. And when you do, what's really interesting, instead of just the pain, there is no pain, but your vision kind of clouds over. And in this like cloudy, the center starts to clear a little bit. And instead of seeing the street in front of you, you see a maybe mid to late 50s human salt and pepper graying hair um smartly dressed uh, maybe a little bit overweight um and you see him leaving a place called bindles club and when you see him you've you start to get this other vision around him of like this dark purple dark gray um dark green aura around him and it you don't get a good feeling from it and you can watch him like walk out the door and the aura kind of follows him as as you do that and you've got this feeling like you should know who this guy is but you can't put a finger on who he is okay um has my vision mostly returned so that I can see other folks? Yeah, so you've kind of got, um, it's kind of like 50-50 where you can, you can see what's around you and you can see other people and like the street before you, but you've also kind of got like, it'd be kind of like, um, like some sort of like augmented reality where like you can see what's around you, but then this is superimposed in your vision. Right. Yeah, my main my main thought process there was seeing if <clears throat> other folks are showing something similar, um, and if they're not, I'm gonna quickly move across to Bindles uh, and quickly look, crack the door and look inside to make sure this isn't like a larger issue with Bindles. Yeah, no, um, no one else you see has this, and when you when you open the door, um, everything appears to be normal. Okay. Uh, I will then proceed to following this individual, uh, staying uh, mostly in the on the edges and uh, in the cracks of the of the city as dusk is want to do. Sure. Um, and go ahead, go ahead and roll a twenty. Let's just see where we get with this. <laughs> it's a nat twenty to start. Woo! Yeah, you are. That's funny. Uh, I just recorded with Alex, and her first role was also a nat twenty. <laughs> um, all right. So yeah, you are the wind. Like this guy has no idea that you're you're following him. Um, you're able to stay back as far as you want. It's almost as if you know which way he's going to be turning. Um, like he'll turn a corner, and you just know I can go this way. Um, he's going to be down there. You just have this sense of 
it's kind of tied to like that feeling of you think you know who this guy is. Like it's kind of like you have this intuition knowing which way you should be going. And he's so let's see Bindle's club. It's going to be a decent walk. He's 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 walking with a little bit of um purpose um and you're following him and you're following him with with the time as I'm sorry with the time as I'm following him um I'd like to practice matching his gait uh just in case I need to pretend to be this individual at some point Sure, and with I'll I'll use that previous role as part of like that whole thing. Like you're able to kind of slow down. It's it's almost like his left foot is turned out a little bit. Um, he's not quite pigeon toed, but um, his 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 left foot is turned out, and it's it's not a limp. It's more of like he's probably got arthritis or something, and you know in his knees, so it's kind of difficult to walk a little bit. And as as you're following him, um, he's heading he's heading uh, kind of toward the east gate, um, and that's up past uh, like where Sara and Varin live. And then he makes a left, and he kind of cuts in, and that's where the the noble houses are. And he's heading toward the nobles noble houses, and you kind of continue to to do this, and you see him getting really close to um, the College of War Wizards. And as you're following him, all of a sudden, he blinks out and completely disappears. Aura gone, all of it disappears. <clears throat> um... Like you see him, you see him all of a sudden, you see the aura shrink and you see him go into this little tiny ball of light and just. Did he stop to make that transition or was he still like vectoring when he made that transition? He was mid stride. All right, I'll continue along that vector and I'll try and, you know, take a look at uh, grass, anything that might've, uh, you know, been in the way of his trajectory to see if he's still making an impact on the world as he goes. So yeah, you get up there and um, I mean, it's it's a street, so there's not, you know, anything like that, but like you don't get the sense that he's invis he's gone invisible or like popped off to a different plane or anything like that. Like, okay. um, I'll duck uh, just quickly into an alleyway. Uh, and I like to check if I got close enough as I was following him for my artifice to capture his likeness uh, at all. Uh, let's roll for it. Okay. 11. You said it was an 11? Yep. Yep, that's a success. Uh, okay. So yeah, there's no setback on that. It's 10 that's the, the tough choice. Um, so yeah, I would say, yeah, you're, you're able to do that. You can capture his visage. Okay, uh, so I won't use it. I just want to make sure I have it for the future. Um, as uh, we'll be closing in on sort of where the war wizards. Uh, okay, 
Did I have a it's sense? Getting maybe? Close. It's close. Do they all, yeah. is it like a compound where they live or they're like individual houses? Like how do they? It's, it's kind of like, like a dorm room. It would be the best way I could put it. Okay. Um, they've got like a area on the bottom where they do their training and like all the rooms down there. But then like the second and third floors are all like dorm rooms. Okay. Um, I'm going to continue towards it, uh, towards um, the training facility here. And, and again, you know, trying to keep out of sight. Um, but what I'm mainly looking for, obviously, is if this individual reappears or if I spot any of the war wizards also with the same uh, aura around them. Okay. Um, go ahead. Roll, roll for while you're looking for the, the war wizards. 12. Twelve. Yep. Um, you don't. You don't see any additional um, auras, and you don't. This he, this guy has not popped back up yet. Um, you know, it's maybe like by this point, like maybe five minutes have passed. Um, but yeah, like people are coming and going. The nobles are walking by because um, this is where all of their like compound homes are like they're they're mansions i guess they're huge um they all have like some acreage and uh fences and stuff around their around their property Um, so given my complete uh lack of desire to tangle with the war uh war mages um I'm not going to pursue that at this time. I'm going to uh, do what uh, investigators do best. I'm going to head back to where the individual disappeared. Uh-huh. Uh, and I'm just going to stake it out um, to see if he reappears at that point or if, uh, you know, I get a chance to think of anything else. And I'll do that for, you know, a, couple, a few hours, say. Okay. Okay. Um, so I would say about 30 or 45 minutes after you go back and kind of watch and kind of perch up and see he reappears. Okay. Does he look different in any way or does it just seem as if he Now when he when he reappears he's standing. He's not like in a step. Um it's not like he just blinks back exactly when he where he left off. It's he's he's standing. And the aura is back. It's the same aura, um, and and he's he's right there. I'm going to very quickly throw on the artifice of a random person I have uh, walk into the street directly in front of him and say, "Oh, excuse me, sir. Do you have the time?" Uh, uh, and he kind of looks up. He's like, "Oh, it must be oh, around three, half past three, four o'clock, perhaps." Um. Does that seem to be the right time as it is right yes. now? Did he yeah. look concerned at all by realizing it was that time? Uh, no. Okay. Um, I will say that from what you saw from him walking, there was a certain, not confidence, but purpose behind his walk. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of seeing him like reappear, his body language, that purpose seems to have gone. Okay. Uh, 
thank you. I, I'm sorry. I'm I'm new in these parts. Um, do you know this area well? Uh, funny you should say so. I'm actually fairly new to these parts as well. Um, I've just been staying around in to in, um, kind of checking places out, seeing. I'm I'm trying to find a place to to rent to find a place of my own, but. It's tough. This is this is a tough city to, to find affordable housing in. Oh, I see. It's it's uh, unfortunate here. I, I'm in a similar situation, actually. Um, are you staying nearby currently at another inn? Uh, no, I'm actually I'm I'm not staying nearby. I'm I'm, I'm actually trying to find employment. Um, I was I was told that I could come up here and possibly find. Um, you know, something uh, with the the college. Uh, I don't know what they might need, but I have some some skills perhaps that they could find useful, and I was on my way up here to do this. And Yeah, um, oh. I'm actually staying down closer to the docks, the Peerless Inn. Sure, sure. The, the Peerless Inn um, by the docks, yes. Um, so, uh, okay. Uh, well, thank you for your time. Uh, I, I wouldn't want to keep you from um, trying to get a job. Uh, best of luck with your uh, interviews. Uh, thank you. Um, good luck with learning this insane city. Well, perhaps I'll see you around. Uh, perhaps. Uh, and he Tess. starts to walk away. Yeah, I guess we'll head into an alleyway. Just mutter, God damn it, to himself. Uh, put the artifice away and then continue to follow on. Keeping a special eye on the aura to see if it changes at all now that whatever sure. just happened, happened. He he starts to walk away. And as he starts to approach the, like, uh, the entrance to the, the college, he, he pauses and he turns around and he starts to walk away. Um, and back down toward like the way he came. Um, so he's basically turned around and he's kind of got that thing. Like when he did it, it was one of these, like, should I stay or should I go? Um, is this the right thing to do? And then he decides to to turn. There's a moment mm -hmm. of contemplation there. Okay. Uh, but still not walking with that same purpose that he had before. No, no, it's okay. much more, um, it's it's more like he's thinking it's like a like he's almost in his own head because he's not actively fully paying attention to where he's going like a couple times he trips on a couple cobblestones and um he trips on a curb at one point he bumps into a couple of people um okay. uh i'll i'll keep following him um you know yeah. nothing no no great ideas from dust at this point he's just gonna keep an eye on the aura and keep an eye to see if the demeanor of the individual changes Sure. Um, and you, you, the aura doesn't really change a whole lot. I mean, it's it's green and purple and gray and black kind of. They're like a, a swirling mass. Um, and you follow him throughout the city. He goes down the promenade, kind of the way he came, mm -hmm. um, and he cuts down one of the the main uh, spokes. And you know that he's he's heading back toward the docks. Mm -hmm. um, and he continues to go down 
as you follow him, I mean, it's a decent walk from the, that part of town to, to the docks. Um, it's probably closer to like five o'clock at this point by the time all of the interactions have happened. And as he continues to walk down, um, all of a sudden you see his aura like flash really bright. All the colors get super bright. And then as he continues to walk, they, they go back. Anything about this particular place that I recognize, see? It's a house. You don't, you don't know whose house it is, but there's some windows on the outside. Uh, it looks like a typical home for this area. Nothing fancy about it. Um, I'll, if I have a sense that like he's heading back to the inn, I'll pause for, you know, like half a minute, a minute and just kind of look in the windows of the house, see if there's anything particular about it. Yeah. Go ahead and roll. 14. 14. Um, kind of peeking in, you see Kren and his daughter in an embrace (laughs) and like they're hugging. And from your perspective, you can see, let's see, you see her, not him. Like you, you would see her face, his back is to you. And as she like lets go of the embrace, you see on her hand a very familiar pattern of, of stars on her hand. Okay. And you know it's probably a more complete version of what you have on your back. And as you're looking, and as you see her hand, she makes eye contact with you and she's holding it. I just raise my eyebrows uh, and try and get a sense of, is she shocked to see me? Uh, She, I'm reading her face. She doesn't, doesn't move, doesn't do anything. It's not shock. Okay. Um, I make a quick assessment uh, and decide Kren and his daughter, I can circle back on and handle that at a later date. Uh, I'm not going to lose that connection. I'm going to head back out after the guy. Um, Yeah. And now a word from our sponsor. After a long day of traveling on the road, fighting bandits and gigantic spiders, All you want to do is take a nice long rest at the safest place in town. Well, come on down to Travis's generic Old Town Tavern. We have ale, food, clues about the evil prince, nighttime partners, and most importantly, somehow, security. Mention Vice and Villainy Podcast for 10% off a visit. And we're back to Vice and Villainy. You you end up breaking eye contact first. Mm -hmm. Um, She's holding it the entire time. Um... So when you break, they were still kind of in that like letting go uh, of, of a hug moment. And um, yeah, you, you catch back up um, almost as if you knew exactly where this guy was going. And he's he's back at uh, the Peerless Inn. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And you're 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 there. You are outside the front doors to this place. Same aura. Uh, do you go in? Uh, yeah, I'll go in as myself. Okay. 
and um, saddled up to the bar mm-hmm. is this gentleman, same aura, um, same original like dimmer colors, not like it was when it passed uh, the house. And he's just drinking a, a tankard of ale and eating like a normal plate of food. Okay. Um, I'll sit down next to him, uh, order an ale. Uh, as I'm waiting for it, I'm going to take out a sheet of paper and a pencil. Uh, and I'm going to sketch the uh, design of the stars. Um, and once my ale comes, I'm just going to push the piece of paper in front of him and not say anything. Okay. As you slide it in front of him, the aura gets those, those colors get very vibrant again, but it's not like in a, in a good way. Like it's, it's like, it's a, not a warning, but like it's, it's, it's just, it's some sort of alert. Does there's he a react? reaction. There's, there's, there's a reaction um, of his aura to that. And then, he sees it and he he kind of turns to you and he looks and he's like um any particular reason you're showing this to me is this should I know what this is do you not no this rings no bells for you no I have no idea what this is um who, who are you by by chance, uh, kind of strange for people to suddenly. Uh, well, I guess I'm just someone who made a mistake. Then uh, my apologies, and I'll uh, pat him on the back. Uh, I'll drop my tracker on him. Uh, I'll throw down a few coins and say, uh, "Next L's on me." Um, when I touched him, did the aura change at all? Um, it flared again. Um, I went back to a, a normal, like, light temperature. Um, I'm going to head out. I'm going to okay. walk back to that building uh, where Kren and his daughter were. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm going to case it and uh, make sure Kren isn't there uh, before I uh, knock on the door. Okay. Um. So you're kind of checking things out. You, you peek in the window. You, you do not see Kren. Um, on the inside, you see Haya, and they're kind of like cleaning up um, like a table. And while you're kind of peeking, you feel the tap on your shoulder. I'll turn around. And you see Kren's daughter in the alley. Right there, okay. talking like right in front of you. I look back to see if she's what I she's still in the building. No, no, nope. Okay. Um, and she she kind of motions for you to come back a little bit into into the little alleyway next to it. Sure. Do you, uh, do you, I'll follow, but I'm on like super high alert. Um, sure. Yeah. And she. She kind of looks at you and she locks into that gaze again. Yeah. And it's very difficult to look away. You feel really drawn, like drawn in to, to just like waiting to hear what she has to say. 
And I try to break that for a moment to do something to determine whether or not this is actually her. Sure. Okay. Um, hey, Aya. Uh, it's good to see you again. Jeez, I, I don't know when the last time I saw you was. I think when me and you and your father went to, what was the name of that restaurant we went to before you went off to school? Let's see if she can name the right restaurant. Um, and she says, oh, you mean Blanton's? Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. How are you? Um, I've, I've been well. But before you ask any further questions, please... She starts to, uh, and before she starts talking, while she's talking, she's like closing the distance to you. Um, But you're not afraid. And any feelings you had of like doubt of who who she really is, like just get washed away. Okay. Okay. Um, And she says, forgive me for having to take this approach. But I worry that should I wait, the good work that you and your friends are doing will be for naught. The one you have seen has taken an interest in your group and your investigations. His intentions are not noble. Beware of him and who he represents. My time here is limited. So ask me what you will, but make haste. Who does he represent? He represents those in power who want to remain in power. What are we doing that has drawn his attention? Some of the things you've been investigating and some of the places you have gone. Let's just say... There are people that would not like those things coming out at the light. I appreciate your concern for us. I must say, we often deal with people in power who want to stay in power, who take uh, umbrage at what we're doing. Why is this any different? Look into the Suzale writ. Follow that and see where it takes you. I see there is some reluctance in believing what I'm telling you. I know what it sounds like to be cryptic. Or a little bit of solidity. right alongside the king last question for you uh i'll reach out and i'll take her hand Mm -hmm. she'll offer it and i'll open the palm up and what is this and i'll point to the stars and as as you like take her hand and kind of pull her her fingers back um you see you see the symbol and it's seven stars um, 
And the, the best way I can put it is, it's like if this is the palm of her hand here, there's a big star up here, like a four-point star with a circle through it. Then there's two more smaller ones here, two more here, and two more here. She says, please gaze upon it. And as you look down, you see the stars like lighten up and then lift off of her palm and come at you, move around to your back, and you feel your tattoo complete. And when you do, and when that happens, and you, you feel that sensation, a beam of moonlight shines down on her, and she disappears. Thanks for listening. This is Corey. You can find me on Twitter at dndiapers underscore.